CCFC84. It's time for the other three amigos podcast. Three lads, one podcast. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Buy the lads a cup of coffee by clicking the support link in the description. A delayed Totap Last Amas is here on this week's Pride Pod. The future is bright with two under 17 players playing for the girls in green. Cork City Football Club social media. Stitch us up. What does Pride mean to the club? The Spotify playlist was ruined with one song. We welcome four new signings to the Totap Talent Factory. TG Cahar announced 10 games to be shown. But where were Cork City? DLR Waves was it the most worrying performance since Danny took over. Goals, goals, goals. Bowers this Saturday and why the Euros is so important to women's football in Ireland. Welcome along to you. Everything is working. It is Total Plast Amas, episode 11. Our apologies on the delay this week. We had a few technical difficulties uh, and we, yeah, look, it's Declan's fault. Basically, um, that's 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 it. Um, we'll blame nobody else except for Declan. So you can, if you were waiting for this episode patiently at your computer Monday night at midnight, and it didn't arrive, please send your complaints to complaints at. Uh, right, it is a total blast. Time is episode eleven. Hello to you, Declan McCormack. Mister Freenan, how are you, sir? Great, because now I have a second night of seeing you and speaking with you. It's 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 the highlight of my life. Um, the other Amiga, I didn't ring us here, everybody. How are you, lads? With your nominations, you look a little bit taller. <laughs> Listen, just a small thing. In case you didn't hear the news, yes, the other three amigos has been nominated for best sports podcast in Ireland, a national award. We're up there. <laughs> We're up there against a few big boys. BBC, Northern Ireland, News Talk, Go Loud, and um, who's the other? Oh, yeah, RT. RT. And then there's us. Um, We are dressing up in full Amigo costume going to that award ceremony on the 16th of of September. Uh, But listen, we won't talk much about that. All right, just one more thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we've been nominated for this. That's fine. Uh, Right, okay. Um... Again, you can pick us up a coffee if you want to donate any bit of cash to us. That we would appreciate that. Uh, a little, a, link, a couple of our tweets would also work as well. And if you ever want to get in touch with us, our DMs are always open. And don't forget, if you DM us, your privacy will be kept. If you say it in public, we have all full rights to take you to pieces. <laughs> I could listen, I could actually, I'm just, when this is finished, I'm putting that on, I'm listening to that all night. It's just, it's just, it's just such an uplifting, uplifting, uplifting song. Uh, okay. Around the club, what's been going on? Heidi Mackin, uh, captain of the Ireland under 17s, uh, with Fina Bradley, and I hope I get the name right. I've been told recently that I mispronounce names a lot. Um, so Fina Bradley. I hope that one was right. Uh, Heidi Mackin getting the goal as well. Uh, I think they drew one all Eileen, was it? Yeah, and I think they did another game and they both featured as well in their first game. I think it's like the equivalent of, I'm going to show my age now, the Milk Cup, what was formerly the Milk Cup. Um, so yeah, look, the girls are flying and I think Heidi's captain Ireland a couple of times now. So I think she's still only 15 or 16. So look, I've, we speak about the underage and, and the talent coming through there every week and, and it's proven then by them doing it at international level, it's, it's pretty impressive. And then to get, for her to get the goal as well, look, it's a great achievement for her. And for again, Go for, on, that? for her coaches and for her coach, I think she was a Carrigline before that. So look, credit to everybody that's involved in, and for herself, because she obviously worked very hard. They did play together at the under 17s at the weekend. They lost 4-2 against Wexford. It was Kira Senna and Kaylee still getting the goals. Uh, there was an update on Twitter. Someone said the scoreline didn't really reflect and uh, the match in the end. I'm, I'm not too sure if any of you have any information on that one. Um, but that that was what we picked up. Our under-19s lost 3-0 to Piemont. Uh, again, there was a couple... There wasn't as many first-team players probably playing uh, first-team bench or fringe players or, you know, squad uh, playing that one. Uh, Abby McCarthy kind of stands out there for me. Uh, I'm, I'm sure she's probably... 
I hate to say it, she's she's patiently waiting for Maria O'Sullivan to piss off back to America, um, so um, so she can get back into the first team. But um, it's, um, I think she's gone actually now. So fair play to Abby. Is she gone? I think yeah, she herself and Lauren are both gone. Is my understanding after last weekend's game. Um, so look, fair play to Abby because it's these players coming back from America. It's great in theory, but look, it, it's hard for the players who have to sit out. And to be fair to Abby, she obviously has a great attitude because she's in there with the 19s every weekend. And there's plenty of players who probably turn around and say, piss off. Like, I don't want to do that. So look, that's credit to her and her attitude. Um, so look, there's pluses and minuses for the girls coming home from the States. But yeah, they're gone again now. So Absolutely, absolutely. And um, we would like to announce that we did the Totap Talent Factory. We obviously had Totap's Eva Mangan. We though have Totap's Totappers, Ellie O'Brien, Totappers, Abby McCarthy, Totappers, Natalie O'Brien. And I have to hold my hand up. I sponsor the player as well. Um, but uh, Wayne on the men's pod is going to freak out because it's an away sponsorship. Um, so um, I was going to buy the black jersey for my daughter and then just uh, spotted that there were sponsorships. With it. So we also have um, uh, Lauren Walsh. Okay, so we, we nearly have the whole team sort of. It's not bad, it's fine, it's fine. Um, so we, we were very delighted to say, and Declan, that was all true down to your crowdfunding, wasn't it? I know, not all down to my crowdfunding. Everybody pitched in and... Um, we didn't, hands we all didn't really care. But, yeah, it was all look, down I mean, to you, really. <laughs> <laughs> look, no, it was down to the people who contributed, to be fair. We got 465 euros in, um, so... All of that was given to the club for, I think, was it 463 something was the price of the tree um, sponsorship. So we donated the extra 175 or whatever it was, you know, just to, to keep things on an even We went on the piss on Friday with all the leftover money. But look, it's great to be able to, look, it's great to be able to chip in. It's fantastic. Um, we did teammates last week. If you remember, we had Totaps Eva Mangan. And Laura Shine on. And the same day that we released it, the club decided, hang on a second, let's just release teammates in video format. And it was nowhere near as good as our one. Sure it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was probably bad timing. Like it's great to see these things being done, of course. I'm not saying it's not it's brilliant because we need to get the players out there, the players known. They're just stupid timing. Like we were stitched up. They knew what they were doing. Uh, it, this, this is not the first time the club have done this to us, Declan. Am I right? There's something happened before. Uh, there, you, yeah, there's, there's been a couple of coincidences. And as I keep saying to you guys... Coincidence, me arse. Yeah, it's the things like, I'm not a great believer in coincidence in life. As mm. such, so, yeah, you know. yeah, just... Oh, hang on. The lads have their little audio one. Let's release a video one and have all the team there. Um... So yeah, that's another. Um, you know, you know, it's a pure. They're sticking up their fingers, like <laughs> sticking up the fingers. Declan, you're shaking your head. Look, uh, you know, what ah, I I'm, I'm, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, the pride logo was announced this week by the club. We spoke a very tiny little bit about this on the men's pod. You know, some people, some people having a go at the club for changing the crest to a pride logo. It is the 21st century. Is it 21st? Yeah, 21st century. <laughs> it's like, is it the 22nd century? Um, it is the 21st century. Eileen, pride. Uh, obviously, look, there is a big, is it LGBTQ plus yes. side to the, yeah, whoa, look at me. Um, it's written up right here in front of me. I couldn't get it wrong. Um, there is a bit, obviously, to, to, to the club. So, you know, what does pride mean to the women's team uh, of CCFC? I suppose, obviously, you get the token gay to talk about it, is it? But sure. Um, <laughs> no, look. What? Obviously. Are you serious? I know, shocking news. But look. I'm just going to go straight to Declan for that. For Christ, I'm, I'm well, in shock here. You made a confession there about thinking some lad had lovely legs not so long ago, so I don't know. Um, look, I suppose men's and women's football is totally different in for somebody to be out in, in the women's game. It, it's... it's there's nothing unusual about it, especially maybe in the last couple of years. See more and more high profile players, Katie McCabe, obviously, I suppose in this country being the most high profile. Um, but you see a lot, even at the Euros and at the last World Cup and stuff like that. But and within our own club, we have plenty of players on the women's side that are out. Um, we know in the men's game, it, it's not a thing. And to be honest, the reaction as soon as that 
crest went up from Cork City, the reaction is exactly why there's not people out. And it's just not good enough, to be honest. Like, this isn't, I saw that in a couple of comments, oh, this is the left can't put up an opinion. This isn't about the right or the left. This is about people's rights. This is about in this country alone this year, people have been assaulted. People have been murdered purely based on their sexuality. So if you think this is, as you said, it's a human rights issue, we're not asking for an awful lot. This isn't something to be shoved in our face. But if there's a 14, a 15 year old boy or girl out there that's maybe struggling a little bit with their sexuality and getting to know themselves and and I said, having those internal struggles and they go on and they pop onto Twitter and Facebook and they say, oh, my God, actually, yeah, I would be welcome at Cork City. And I think that's brilliant. If, the, if it helps one person, I think it's brilliant from the club. They've always been very, very pro LGBT rights and things like that. And John Kennedy, God rest him was always a big advocate for things with pride parades. And obviously we had the jerseys a couple of years ago. Um, so look, it's obviously something I, I'm naturally very, very passionate about. And I suppose I always bring it back to because I had a conversation with someone in work who asked me about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, say the three of us are all walking down the street. Damien, you grab your wife's hand. You don't have to think twice about it. Declan, you grab your wife's hand. You don't have to think twice about it. I have to think twice about it because I have to look around. I have to check myself. There's that famous speech by Panty Bliss. I have to check myself. Because who's around? What is going to be shouted at us? Now, myself and my wife are both in our mid-30s. are very comfortable with who we are. But not everybody is like that. Not everybody is comfortable. So what difference for the sake of a week does it make to someone? And honestly, if you're that triggered by a rainbow flag, I don't know, maybe we need to have a bit of a check with yourself. We've been having a joke. They were having a joke all week. They're so worried about offending people, and I'm their moral compass, which is terrible because I'm never offended. So apologies if they've offended you. Well, do you know what now, Eileen? I can't clap, but I can't clap anymore no um, clap. because it sounds like something else. Uh, well, there you go. Look, uh, yeah. I've got nothing else to say. There you go. Thank you very much, Eileen. Um, right, moving on. Uh, Declan, have you anything to add? By the way, like I mean, there's not a whole lot I can add to that, especially from a position of not having un- any real understanding of the journey mm, yeah. or any of that. You know, so I think we just leave it with what Eileen said. You know, because um, she hit the points correctly. Yeah, I, the only thing I, I would I, say is the only thing I would say is when I was 15, I got to know myself a lot. You know, um, <laughs> you're still all right, but it sounds things. Um, okay, um, the Spotify playlist, you remember, we were on about that at the club for a long time to say we want to take over the Spotify playlist. The club granted us this last week. We received an amazing message from Mr. John O'Sullivan who said, well, you can take over the Spotify playlist. They even tweeted it. So carefully, we put together a Spotify playlist, which was designed. And, and I know this sounds completely demented to some people. But music can be used as a tool to motivate and adrem- bring adrenaline into the body. So we put together this amazing playlist. Eileen had one song. Declan said, I don't even know music. And, and, and Wayne, look, even though he's not part of the other three amigos, Totap, we allowed him one song. Now the club went out and we'll speak with the match obviously in a few minutes. They lost. Um, I, I can only say that the playlist was played in the wrong order. Okay. Or Chesney Hawks, the one and only which was Wayne's pick, just brought the whole morale down. I mean, we'd, we'd songs like Codeline, Follow Your Fire, Kate Bush, Running Up the Hill, Cranberry's Dreams, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Stevie Nicks, Edge of 17. Then you had Chesney Hawks, one and only. You Can Call Me Al, which, yeah, okay. Living on a Prayer, then we went into Mr. Brightside, Rhythm of the Dancer, we're going into some dance music, Sandstorm, Alice DJ, Mauro Piccata Komodo, Better Than Life Ultra Beat, Pump It Up. I mean, this is like, my heart is pumping even just na- say, na- saying the names of them. Calvin Harrison Real is what we hear. Belters Only, which which is a young person song. Um, then we went into Camel Fat Talk about, and then Tattoo, Not Gonna Get Us. And they lost. So I believe that the playlist was not played in the correct order or Chesney Hawks, Wayne's pick, killed it. Or they didn't I mean, play it they, at all because it's tremendous. You, thank you. It is thank you. Do you know what? I had two different people who listened to it this week who both were like, that is one of the best playlists I've ever seen. I'll tell you, girl. Do you if know? We could do vir- 
can we just hug Hi. virtually? Then? <laughs> just, just, just wrap your, just put your hands. Oh, oh, thanks. Um, we just hugged virtually there, just in case you're wondering. Um, so yeah, okay, I'm taking no responsibility um, for that. If it wasn't played in order, it wouldn't have worked, um, and that's that's my thing. There was a massive TG4 announcement last week about the they're going to show ten matches on the te- television. And you would have seen this amazing, beautiful photograph on a beach. Uh, you had the players and the clubs there, all the jerseys. Soon after that, there was a video released. And they had interviews with the players, and, and it was just a brilliant, a huge announcement. TG Cahar are showing 10 women's National League games. But there was no Cork City player at the lodge. Declan, your thoughts? Oh, I mean, it's incredible incredible i mean how as a club we don't have somebody there i just i it's it's unforgivable i mean it's just i was so i was genuinely angry um when it was released that morning that you know it's i i I genuinely even know i just kind of go how how were we not there like how how do we allow it to happen i mean every other club is represented um, Jesse Mendes is there from Cork representing Treaty, so you can get from Cork to Sligo and and be there, you know. So I mean, it's just it's it's unforgivable, and I don't know who was at fault. I genuinely don't know. The club have taken responsibility for it, um, but I don't know what happened and why there was nobody there. And I, it was kind of a case of I didn't really want to find out because I was afraid it would make me more angry than I was if I knew and understood what had happened, you know. Um, so I didn't genuinely didn't really look into it, you know. But it's it's incredibly poor and it reflects incredibly badly on the club. TG Cahar are doing 10 games. They're starting in Sligo. They've confirmed three games. They're starting in Sligo. They're also showing a game in Galway. So unlike last year where they didn't leave Dublin, it's clear this year that they are willing to do outside broadcasts and get around the country and films. If I'm TV Cahar, I'm, go- I'm just standing there going, "Why? there's no chance I'm going to Cork. Why Why would we go to Cork when Cork won't come to the launch, you know? Um, so we hurt ourselves in that manner. I don't know if any of the players have media ambitions or it's an area they'd like to get into, but I do think it's a, it's a huge chance to go there, talk to people, make contacts, you know, you never know. TG Cahar, if they were doing a game in Cork, then might ask you to do a piece of camera for the game. You've already done a piece of camera for the launch. All of a sudden, they're in Cork next year, and maybe you're out for a you're out for a month injured, and they need somebody to do a bit of analysis in Cork. And all of a sudden, they ask you, and lo and behold, all of a sudden, you're getting a little bit of work in the media. And these things shouldn't be looked at, in my opinion, anyway. These things shouldn't be looked at as anything but opportunities all these launches and all these things they are opportunities for the club and they're opportunities for the players and to not have somebody there is it's unforgivable genuinely it is just unforgivable i can't i can't put it any other way like it's just horrific horrifying that there was nobody there eileen you offered you said had you let me know i would have i would have gone over like i mean this was this is a massive thing like it was huge and and for some reason, Cork City Football Club were not represented. I mean, this is... And I know Declan's probably said, like, the club have taken the blame, but everyone here has to take the blame. The club have to take the blame, the management have to take the blame, and the players have to take the blame. Because, look, Decky's probably said it mostly there, but that TG Carr, like, promo is going to be rolled out so many times, and the pitcher's going to be out so many times. And that's everything. Like, to be fair, we're lucky that our sponsor is who he is. So he's probably fairly laid back. But if you were a sponsor there who pumped money into jersey, you're saying, hello, this is the best coverage the league now has got all year. Where is my, where is the jersey that I've sponsored to be on? Like, it's it's insane. And as Decky said, like, women's sport has become more and more prominent. I have a lot of friends who are involved in other sports and have got into media through these things, through showing up at press launches and things Look like that. Look at you, Eileen. You're in media now. Look exactly. at you. Exactly. And imagine where I'd be if they'd left me go to that jersey launch up there. <laughs> but like, there's big <laughs> money to be made. That's the other side of it. But the only way you're going, like, look at the Euros at the moment. Steph wrote John O'Garman. They're on TV every second night. They're making a fortune. Like, that's the reality of it. And I said, this is going to be rolled out time and time again. 
and there's never going to be a Cork City player there. I know now, to be fair to John O'Sullivan, he made a great attempt at photoshopping someone in, but like that's never going to be used, unfortunately. Um, it's just disappointing, and I hope it, it doesn't come to the point that TG Carr say, Errol, well, f*** them, like, we're not going to go down to Cork, but it'd be hard to blame them. There was expenses offered, they were given enough notice, I believe. I, I know I heard one excuse that, oh, there was no prominent player could go, but who defines what's a prominent player? There's no... Are you telling me if you send up a certain player, they were going to say, go back to Cork? No, they weren't. They didn't care who was there. Because what define yeah. a prominent player? It's a, a player in a Cork City jersey, send an under 17. As I said, there was a girl travelled from Cork. Just carpool, like, do you know what I mean? It's not a big deal. I mean, we had Danny, Man- Danny Manager. We had Danny Murphy, uh, Danny Manager. Uh, we had Danny Murphy on recently and he did say that he wanted to get the brand of the women's game out there and stuff like that. So... And it, loads of stuff been done so good in the background all the time. You know, we got the, the Twitter page is, is much better. You got player profiles. And then probably one of the biggest things we fail on. So, yeah, look, uh, I, and, I don't think we can say much you know more. What? If, if, if all yeah, comes to all, right, and, and nobody can go and it's the last resort, give Jessie Mendes a Cork City jersey, ask her to take it up with her and get TG Cahar. Uh, no, but hang on. She'd probably burn it. Yeah, possibly. Maybe. <laughs> maybe burn. rightfully so. But <laughs> Sorry, send, one up, send one up in the post or something. But get a Cork City jersey there and get somebody, one of the TG Cahar showrunners, somebody to put on the jersey and stand into the picture just so the f***ing thing is represented mm. in the picture. Like, I mean, you know, I, just I know it's not ideal, there. but as I said, it's the last resort. Just the last resort. That's not that's not a lot. You can't do that. Can you imagine? We'd be the laughing stock of Ireland then, because we'll be click on who's that person? I don't I didn't I didn't know she No, no, that's it's, not that's not uh, it's, better than, no, it's better no, than no, not having anybody shooting there. Shooting it down. Shooting it's it down. better than having just, nobody there. I'm shooting Damien down. and just drag you, could just, be a suggestion <laughs> for Pride Week. Not a bother. Uh, I've done it. Uh, I just muted Declan there, by the way. Just okay. I, I have these powers now where I can just, if he's annoying me, I just press mute. Uh, it's brilliant. So you are muted, Declan, in case you're worried laughing there to yourself. Uh, and he still doesn't realise that he's muted. Yes, he um, does. Yes, he does. I've done it. I've, I've DJed in the back of the Pride, um, the Pride truck for Pride Week a couple of years ago. No, yeah. look, we should have sent somebody. It was a great six. crack. In <laughs> 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 we should, if it was the 17 or 19 player, we should have sent somebody. It's, it was mad. <laughs> Absolutely. And they were, I mean, a 17 or 19 player, imagine them, imagine saying to them, okay, listen, you're going to represent the club in the TG car shoot. Yeah, they'd they run up. would have been gone yeah. like a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Now we spoke about earlier on, um, we played DLR Waves. At the weekend, the only thing that was waving at the end. I don't have anything. Left to, um, <laughs> was was the DLR team to Cork City? Um, it was a three nil loss. I will hand it to you, Eileen, to take over for the first little bit of what the performance. Like, I mean, what goes on now? What's what's the, what's the crack? Look. We're never going. There was never going to be kind of miracles overnight. I know now. I say every single week we're going to win. So like, and I don't want to come on. Oh, it's a disappointing performance, but it was a disappointing performance. Is it the end of the world? No. This has to be seen as a process. Um, I think we did an awful lot right. Um, but again, it was individual errors on the day, and that seems to be the issue every week. I think the reaction was good all the time, even when we were if we gave the ball away. Whereas a few weeks ago, we were literally just giving the ball away and not particularly trying to win it back. There's a couple of loose passes, say defensively, especially there in the second half, and they're trying to play out from the back. Every single time we gave the ball up, whoever it was broke their arse to win the ball back. And I would say 90% of the time they did. So look, there are positives there and there are positives to be taken. It's going to take time. It's going to take, I know he harps on about the fitness of the players. And it was another thing I think that maybe showed um, at the weekend. DLR were more physical. I, th- I think they looked a little bit fitter, a little bit sharper. Um, we will get there. Um, I just thought they probably scored their penalty early enough and they're really solid defensively. I think they've probably, after Shelburne, the most clean sheets in the league. So it's it's kind of hard once they concede, once we concede one, um, you're like, oh shit, maybe we just, is the draw as kind of good as it's going to get here? We just didn't create an awful lot. So that's more of a concern. Laura was very, very isolated up top and she worked really hard and another positive was that she, she had a good 90 minutes under her belt and she certainly wasn't showing any ill effects of someone who's been out for a couple of months, but she was just so isolated a lot of the time. I know they've Eva Totaps, Eva Mangan in the 
six now. Good and save. I know a few. Um, they have her in the six, which is great because she's getting on the ball more. But maybe are we lacking that little bit of creativity, creativity yeah. then further forward? I, I'm not sure. I know you watched it as well, so. Um, I, I, well, I was, I was going, as you know, I was, we were all set. I did see the rain, then I kind of, and then I tested positive for COVID, so I couldn't uh, go in the end. But one, one thing I did see is that uh, the program actually had a real revamp, uh, and they put in a statistics uh, part of it now as well in the program. I don't know if you saw that, uh, and the pictures of all the players and the sponsors. It has a bit of our leading scorer this season is 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 Lauren Singleton um, with four goals. To me, that shows that we we just have something wrong going up front, up front, you know. Um, and you just said it yourself, with Totaps, Eva Mangan dropped back to the six. Creativity is missing. Declan, how can we score more goals? I mean, this seems to be this seems to be the this seems to be the big thing that we're missing. Yeah, look, I mean, how do we score more goals? If 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 I knew the answer to that question, I wouldn't be sitting there on this podcast anyway, that's for sure. I'd be I'd be earning lots of money somewhere. I don't know is the honest answer. I think Eileen, Eileen obviously is is right because she's always writing what she says, and that you know it wasn't a, a lack of working hard or anything mm. like that. But to me, it was the most worrying performance since Danny came in, simply because it looked like it was the first time we faced a side who had a bit of tape on us and had sat down and watched tape on us and what we were going to do, and they just completely nullified us. Now I know, as Eileen has said, they're very good defensively anyway. But with Totaps Eva Mangan playing in the six, she didn't get a kick all night or all evening because every time we had the ball, they had her marked man to man. And if she did get on the ball, there was two or three swarming at her every time. And again, it goes back to something we've said numerous times. And we said in one of the very first podcasts, when you shut down Totaps Eva Mangan, you shut down Cork City as such as, um, as an offensive threat. And that's largely, I think, what happened on Saturday. To answer your question, how do we score more goals? I think we have to find more offensive threats than just Eva Mangan and just relying on Totaps Eva Mangan to create and be the source of everything that we create. How Danny does that, I don't know. I mean, is there an argument to say that his new system isn't working and... It needs to be changed again or they need to, he's said himself, it's very complicated and the four central midfielders, you know, the the double pivot of the two defensive midfielders and the two um, attacking midfielders, both centrally that, you know, there's a lot going on in there and maybe it just needs to be simplified for the moment. And that's not having to go off Danny in any way, shape or form, but I'm just thinking of what Colin Healy had said when he was on LOI Central last week about... He reached a point in the men's when he was in charge of the men's team where he said, you know, apologies, guys, uh, there is no other podcast in the world. I don't know what section it's talking about. Where he just kind of said, you know, he realized what I'm trying to do isn't working and maybe the players aren't suitable to it. So I need to do something else for the moment to to get to where I want to go, you know, but they're only things they're things that only Danny himself could possibly know, you know. Um, is it a case of Becky Casson coming back in and freeing up Totaps Eva Mangan? You know, is she is Becky still injured? Uh, yeah, she was. Yeah, she's been in her tracksuit at the last two games. Anyway, she was. I was at the game on Saturday, and she was in tracksuit. She wasn't tagged out. I think herself and Natalie were both there in their tracksuit, so I presume they're both injured. Um, I'm not sure how long she's out for or anything, but it seems the most kind of obvious um change to make. Now, Eva Cronin came in, and she just lacked a bit of ma- match sharpness, but. I suppose long-term EFA is an option as well once she just gets back up to speed with games. Um, but like, again, she's kind of thrown in there after not really playing any football since before the break. And it's hard. Yeah, look, I, I, people, and, and Zara Foley, she has been one that has been, she didn't play in the, the, the defensive midfield uh, on Saturday, no? No. So and I, maybe that look, I said, look, I suppose he's only in there a couple of weeks and there seems to be a lot yeah. of chopping and changing and that's what it's going to take. And as Declan said, even if it comes to systems, I'm trying the system now, but maybe it doesn't work with the players I have. So I'm going to have to look at other things. And that's why I don't really want to be too down on, on the results or anything like that over the next kind of couple of weeks, because you now talk to me three or four games into next season, it's going to be very different, but we have to just be a bit patient. There's not going to be miracles here overnight. Um, that's that's the reality we did it it's it is going to be a slow burner and 
I think next season is ultimately where it will be judged because he'll have maybe brought in some players. He might have got rid of some players and he'll be a lot more familiar w- with what's available to him and what their best positions are and how, what system is going to work best for the squad. And Declan, I just heard you inhale, which means you're about to go on a big <laughs> rant. Go ahead. No, sorry. I just just wanted to say, just follow up there on what I didn't even say that. You know, I know I'm talking about systems and maybe the system isn't working or whatnot, but as Eileen said, when it comes down to it, all that happened on Saturday was, again, we made three individual errors. We gave away a penalty, which is a penalty. I mean, I don't think anybody can really argue that it's not a penalty. They scored. Was it a penalty? <laughs> I think it was a penalty. I think it was a penalty. I don't okay. think there's any doubt. Um, they scored from a corner from which they take a short corner and the nearest Cork City player is what 15 yards away just not mentally tuned in to get ourselves there to prevent the short corner and the ball goes in then and it it just bounces off Orla DC I'm not sure there's a whole lot she can do she makes a fantastic block and it falls to their player again to tap it into an empty net so maybe we don't have much luck either and then the third goal is obviously uh, Maria O'Sullivan's error which to be fair is a horrible way it's for Maria right. to, yeah and it's not reflective and it's probably of, the first error she's made since she's yeah, exactly. been back like so it's a horrible way it, for her to finish but look yeah I felt really really sorry for her because it's not reflective of how she's played and it's not you know and it made no it made no fundamental difference to the game losing 2-3-0 doesn't make any difference whatsoever you know so but it's horrible for her that that's her last action in a Cork City jersey Um, is that scenario you know but as I said, I and that you highlighted it. Yes. No, but I'm not. I'm, I'm highlighting it to say she shouldn't feel bad. I mean, it's not reflective of how she's played while she's been here or anything else. Like you know that, and that you'd actually feel sorry for her. That that's that that that's what happened. You know? mm, yeah, that's a big hole you're after digging there, Dick. Anyway, the um, I think you picked up on it. We kind of all agreed, and I think most of the Cork City fans agree. Danny does have a free hit this year, doesn't he? To work around with things and all that, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Like I said, it's not that he came into a team that were mid-table or were doing well. Like things couldn't really get any worse. So we're not, we don't have particularly high standards at the moment, but long run, it's Cork City Football Club. We have very high standards and it does need to be better, but that has to be a process. And as I said, look, we've seen it with the men's side. Look at last season with the men's side, it was Let's not actually talk about it. Um, but mm, look, it has to be yeah. process, and it, it, it's going to take time. So I said, yeah, he does have a free hit. Um, and I suppose maybe it's going to take that couple of months. And I think that's the good thing about him coming in when he came in. He's not coming in just at the start of pre-season and only having to figure these things out. These are all figured out now for him. And he's going to know as the season ends exactly what he wants to do for pre-season, who he wants to bring in, who he wants to move on, whatever else that is. Um, and I said how to push forward and, and get this club where it, where it should be and where, where it belongs. Okay, before we move on to the Bowls match, don't forget, we are still looking for a main title sponsor for Los Damas. If you've got a small business or a big business, a multinational business, and you would like to sponsor and become our partners where we could play an advert right now for you. And that advert could be me singing about you. Uh, we'll send Declan or Eileen out for personal appearances. To your business, you, you will get a signed. Sorry, you will get a signed Declan sock at the end of the season, uh, and much more. So please get in touch with us, pod at totaltap.ie, if you would like to become our main. And bear in mind, we are nominated for best sports podcast in Ireland in the Irish Podcast Awards. Just in case you didn't hear, we could be thanking you. I could be thanking you. We could be thanking you in our speech. And before we move on, and now for the liars, um, <laughs> we, we just before we go on about all that. We could be thanking you as our as our main title sponsor for helping us. Okay. This Saturday, Cork City will take on We're playing bowls. Um, <coughs> excuse me, my we're playing the bowers. Uh, it is this Saturday we'll take on both. A couple of people, players may be unavailable. Uh, Lauren Wings, Lauren Singleton, uh, and Christine Drink possibly uh, out, uh, along with Becky Casson, who was obviously uh, in tracksuit. And you think is Natalie O'Brien possibly out as well? Are we looking at? Yeah, I said she was, well? she was in her tracksuit. But look, if there's any chance at all that Natalie 
has a 5% chance of being available, she'll be available because she's... She's toe tappers. She's toe tappers and she's hard. Yes, she, there's no fear of her. If, she's, if there's a chance she can be there, she'll be available. Like. Uh, Bo is one of the only teams that we've won- beaten. So Bowes are one of the only two teams that Cork City have beaten this year. We beat them 2-1 at home in April. Treaty, of course, being the other. Um, Declan, what, uh, what next? What's the story Saturday? Uh, look, I mean, it's genuine. I mean, I I know I was very down last week about getting a result against DLR, and you sound pretty down. Again, I was, I was like, Jesus, man, you well, need here's, to, here's the thing: want some Here, Barack a boost or something before you come on, will you? Here's the thing, right? And it really is. We're kind of at a stage now where it's hard to come on here, and I know Eileen will do it anyway because she just has ultimate faith. I'm a bit more um, analytical in what I'm saying, I guess you know, and. It's, we're kind of getting to the stage where I'm not going to predict City win a game until they start showing me they can win games, you know? And, I mean, and it's not a case of show me or we got to show him. But, like, but did you not, not say it I was mean. just three individual errors? It Does was, that not show you that if it was just, yeah. But, okay. but, but Damien, here's the thing. We're making individual errors all year long. It's just hard. It's just hard, to th- especially going away from home as well, you know? I mean, no, I'll be the first to admit, I haven't seen much of Bose. I don't know much about Bose, so... I can't compare us player for player or system for system or any of that cape or like, you know. And here's the thing. I do think, I do, up until we played DLR, I felt like somebody was going to get beaten pretty soon, you know, and that we may do somebody three or four nil, other than treaty, obviously. And that confidence has waned a bit, but at the same time, there's still a part of me going, no, we're going to definitely stuff somebody pretty soon, you know. So maybe it is Bowes on Saturday that we end up stuffing, you know. With any bit of luck. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're two plays above us. Um, out of the last five games, they've won three, lost one, drawn one. Uh, they do have a goal difference of minus four. Um, so they tend to get at home. They tend to concede quite a bit at home. They've conceded 20 goals in the uh, fifth. Sorry, my apologies. They've conceded 20 goals all season. 12 of them have been at home, though, out of seven games. And they've only conceded eight goals in eight games away from home. So their home form is actually more kind of... Um, so yeah, they, they, um, Eileen, do you know much about Ballas? Um, yeah, I suppose I, I watched um, the game against Wexford at the weekend and I just thought they were unlucky. They were probably just done by look a little bit of magic from Ella Malloy. They were unlucky maybe not to come out of Ferry Carrick with a point. Um, they're a good side and they're a much improved side from the start of the season. They've made two really good signings from DLR in um, Neave Pryor and Rachel Doyle. And I suppose what concerns me at the weekend is Rachel Doyle's set piece delivery is it's up there with Lindsay McKees from Galway. It's probably one of the best in the league. Um, so I hope we have improved our defending from set pieces because I said that is a big danger. Um, I said even that's just from free kicks, even like say anything in our half just her delivery really is excellent um and look that's I think something that's hard for us to match those two girls maybe weren't getting enough game time at DLR so they could transfer down to Bowes that are going to start they'd, they're two players who'd start on our side but they're obviously not going to probably travel all the way to Cork that kind of interchanging of du- between Dublin sides is something that's kind of hard to match I suppose or for, hard for us to kind of keep up with when they can make those signings in in the middle of the season where we kind of really can't um, especially when I suppose we're not doing well and it's not that attractive um, a package but look I, I of course I, I think we're going to win I always think we're going to win um, I think we're, we're going to win 2-1 I said I, I just I feel it in my waters it's coming Can I tell you that um, no, actually I just noticed something my details or it'll set you off but they're, they're sharp by two, goal, two games they've only, they've only scored like five or six goals at home okay so they don't tend to score many at home which they are one of the lowest scoring home teams in the Women's National League. So here, there you go. Who's the stats man now? Ah, well, I, yeah. I, I'm just looking and it does look like that my, my statistics um, may be off by two games there. I'm just looking that they seem to have only played 15 in this one. They've played 17. So uh, I see I, I'm missing two games. They've probably scored 10 goals in the last game now. You know. I think they've um, scored the weekend. You're okay. Um, the, yeah. Okay. So, your what prediction did you say? Sorry, Eileen. I was I was delving into my stats. I was I was knee deep in. Stats. I went three uh, one city. 
Oh, oh Jesus Christ almighty I think. Um, <clears throat> Declan what are your thoughts on the weekend what, what's the score going to be who's it and it's going to be Bama's Bama's here's the thing right I just don't have it in me to predict the Boas win like I just I just can't of all the clubs in Ireland like it's them congratulations like, I just, well I just can't like you know I can't as much as I want to I can't <laughs> so um Ah, uh, yeah, they scored three at home, actually. I'm just looking at the game I'm missing. So they've scored eight at home now, so they... Okay, well... Go on, Dick. Prediction. Cork City win. Cork City win. I'm going to say one all. One all. Mm-hmm. As we are at... Uh, as we are at currently um, live, they are... Pl- are they playing Shelburne? They're playing Shelburne now as we speak, yeah. 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 Let's... Hang on now. Let's one... Let's have a... Let's have a quick... Don't... Without looking, right? Have a guess how many goals Shelburne have scored against them, so Eileen. Right, without looking and we'll see who's right. Shell's had a bad performance at the weekend, so they're gonna be She's Googling. She's Googling. I'm not She's Googling. I'm looking at you, I'm watching the match in the background. Um I'm gonna say it's two 0 to Shells. You think it's two 0 right now? Declan, what do you think it is? It's just twenty five minutes gone, is it? So I thirty eight. Thirty eight right, okay. right, okay. So I'll say four 0 shells. Mm, it's nil all. Mm. Right, okay. Mm, there you go, it's thirty eight minutes gone, it's nil all. So you're going one all. I'm going to go with a victorious 3 0 win for City. Okay. Bowes don't tend to score at home. There you go. We don't uh, tend we to score away from home. And they're pl- so I'm thinking. Yeah, but they're playing now as well. Like, and that's another thing. Like, yeah. Do you know? And there that's a go. tough game. Like, Shell's, like, there's no easy game, even if they're not playing great. There's no easy game there. Like, so, and it's a Dublin derby. So that's going to stand to us as well. Mm. I'm going to treat it. The Euros, the women's Euros, how. And, 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 just in case you wonder, we have a WhatsApp group for, for Last Amos and it, it turns into a women's Euros WhatsApp group uh, every every few nights. The fact that England, and I know, look, it's it's England, uh, it's been on telly and they won 4-0 and, you know, Russo got a goal, just unbelievable. How influential are the women's Euros on girls around Ireland right now, Eileen? massively and I suppose we've seen today alone our senior women's team qualifier against Finland in September sold out sold out yeah, yeah. so look I'd like to see the knock on of it come down to the National League crowds um, I thought there was a decent enough crowd in Turners Cross at the weekend um, but it look it we does, still don't get the attendances actually for that do we no I'd say you'd have to go and ask mm. for them but I like obviously it's kind of hard to know we were all in the shed but and a few in the Derry Nan but there was a decent crowd in there Um, I'd like to see it knock down to that because I've said before like all going well like we qualify for the next World Cup and we're watching World Cup this time next year on the TV and there'll be players playing for Ireland that have come through the National League um, said Denise Sullivan's come through Cork so like I, I, it does have a knock-on effect it's a huge knock-on effect um, with girls going out playing I was at another game on Sunday and there was a lot of younger players and I could hear them talking about the games and talking about England in particular because look I says that's again the league we watch um, so I think it's great to see England doing well because I I know now people probably disagree with me there, but um, it's the English league we watch a lot of the time. It's the one that's easily yeah. accessed for for us. So um, these players become superstars, and you can see it in England at the moment. And I suppose you could see it with our girls if if we're successful, we qualify for the World Cup. There'll be that buzz around Ireland as well. So it's just a case of making that breakthrough and qualifying for a major tournament because then we'll see the effects of it because. I, I know Ian Wright was great last night talking about, you know, trying to now, I think there's obviously st- still this issue with stopping girls maybe playing football in, in some schools in the UK and stuff yeah. like that. And that needs to stop now. We need to ride the crest of the wave. I said it at the start of the Euros and when it's there and it's it's in your face because it's on TV every night. I said, look, the local clubs will all be starting up in the next few weeks and there's a huge amount of clubs around Cork. So if you have like a young girl and even if you have... Even if you're an older girl listening to this, like most clubs have senior teams and they're all be very welcoming and every club in Cork is, has a great setup and it's great friendships to be made and stuff like that. So look, get involved. And as I said, there's a huge amount of clubs all over Cork, city and county now, which there hasn't been before. Um, we probably were more limited in years gone by, but we're not now. So look, there's options there for girls to go out and play. And as I said, there's live football on your doorstep every second weekend in Cork as well of a really, really high quality and said we've seen where the players in the National League have, have went on some of them have went on to let's say Katie McCabe and Denise are, are two of the best players in the world and, and they both played in, in our league here so 
So you go, it's, uh, it is one of the biggest growing sports in the world. That's why we were delighted to take on Totap Las Damas. Um, Declan, did you, you are enjoying the women's Euros, aren't you? Very much so. Very much so. Mm. But like, I know, I can I'm see the excitement, kinda... but it's like smiley faces <laughs> and emojis he's using in, I... his, in his little posts. <laughs> like, I'm somebody who just kind of watches any sport that's on. So I would have, prior to doing this, I would have watched... After match of the day on BBC Saturday night, they do um, a roundup program from the Women's League in England. So I would have always watched that. I'd watch English, you know, women's rugby Lies. games that'd be on. I'd watch, you know, Camogie, <laughs> women's football, whatever. But you just reminded me of something I saw today that I had forgotten about. But Eileen's brilliant um, piece Jeez. there allowed me to get out my Declan, phone. she's not going to marry you. She's married already, like, come on. Okay, all right. <laughs> we know that. I mean, I'm... Oh, it was just, it was just I mean, I'm, I'm, like, beyond safe, like, <laughs> beyond safe. Um... <laughs> oh, God. You know, but my, my old body... <laughs> okay, so many Eileen so brilliant said, with the brilliant Eileen, with the old names, Eileen's done it. Jesus Christ, come on, come on, say what you're going to say. No, I was just going to say my old body, and it's going to sound like I'm having a go off him now because are you okay? Imagine bits like I'm fine, um, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> just like God, come on. So, my old buddy in RT, Declan McBennett, tweeted today, Jesus Christ, um, here we go, this morning. This is all allegedly, guys, just in case you're wondering, RTA, FAI, RTA. No, this, this is we, what we he tweeted. It's, it's, okay, I'm okay, reading okay. his tweet word. If okay, we're okay, serious okay, about okay. women's sport in Ireland, then Tala must be a sellout for the FAI Ireland women's national team game versus Finland on September 1st. Tickets go on sale today at 28,000 in Sheffield for the England team. And then he tags a few people, Nia Fahi, Louise Quinn, Onion Gorman. And then he uses the hashtag can see, can be. Um, which, of course, is missing a T at the end of each can. But anyway. <laughs> well, I think it's probably no. a play on can see. You know, I, 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 maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on anyway. Oh, yeah. Can see, can be. Okay. Okay. I, I, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, my point was just going to be simply this. Women's sport in this country goes far deeper than the women's national team, Southern Otala. He's the head of sport in RTE, and here he is. What, I don't know, challenging the nation or telling us if we're serious about women's sport. The only women's national league game they show, or the only women's game they show all year is the cup final. And I'm guessing, well, I won't say anything because, you know. No, you're right. The, the only reason they're showing is because the men's but on the same day. Let's, let's, be, let's not beat around the bush with that. They're one, not right? on the same day anymore, but they're not anymore. Well, uh, I'm going to take, I'm gonna, yeah, they, I'm gonna take that back. But it's the only game so. they show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's last but year my, was the first year you were correct yeah, yeah. until last year but my point is this right TG Cahar now showing 10 of the Women's National League games TG Cahar showed outside. all the women's all the ladies Gaelic football championship games RT showed the two Camogie semi-finals and they may have showed the quarterfinals I can't say for definite but that's the coverage of RTE and they, they show the women's international rugby games. That's the depth of RTE's women's sporting coverage in this country. No, because they're showing the, the, the Euros. Declan McBennett, head of RTE, is telling us it's a disgrace if we don't sell out Tala. He's right. But I don't think he's in a position to tell sporting people in this country that it's a disgrace. What's a disgrace in this country is the same as what's always been a disgrace in this country. And that's RTE's coverage of Irish sporting occasions and Irish sporting yeah. in general. Their League of Ireland coverage League is of a Ireland, disgrace. Uh, yeah. Their Women's, women's League yeah. of Ireland coverage, is, Women's National League is a disgrace. You could argue, and I'm not a GA head by any way, but you could argue that their coverage of the Ladies Football Championship is a disgrace and they say, oh, TG Cahar owned that and whatnot. Fine. You know what? But look, if you want to... You'd have to give them credit though because and, they and don't discriminate between men and women's League, League of Ireland football, which is fantastic for RT. Well done. They don't discriminate between <laughs> the men's and women's, you know. Show any of exactly, but they, yeah, they are know? not discriminating. There's no discrimination yeah, between men's yeah, football you know? and women's uh, football in, in RT. Well done. Well done, you Declan, Declan McBennett. 
you know. So and look, it's going to fall. Like I know I had him. A few words with him on Twitter last week and whatnot about different things, but yeah. it's going to sound like I'm picking on him now or whatnot. It's not. It's just his tweet came up in my timeline. You mentioned this, and then I remembered it. You know, so, look, it's fine to be above in D4 pontificating from your big office above an RTE sport, but until RTE start putting cameras <laughs> on the ground and doing something about it and becoming more of, um, you know, the old saying, don't do as I say, or don't do as I do, do as I say, you know, until they switch that around and start doing what they say and what they're pontificating about. I'm really not into taking too much notice of anybody from RTE as they bang on about women's sport or League of Ireland in general in this country. There you go. Finally, Eileen, Sunday, Douglas Hall, <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, it wasn't to be. wasn't to be out, outclassed by a better side on the day, but look, still a great season and they still have plenty to play for locally. So um, Whitehall were excellent, to be fair. Absolutely brilliant. So credit to them. Just, wa- yeah. just wanted to see... How you're because I know we spoke about it through WhatsApp, but I wanted to see what your face so how how happy you would be until I mentioned it, and then you just all the happiness drained. We don't like home intermediate cup finals. Oh, two we've lost and we'd won. We don't like traveling. We won either, away and so, we won. You know, then, then. No, we won in our one away one, our one away cup final. We Could have been in the FAI way. Cup final. You never know, but uh, you suppose we'll never, we never, we'll never know. know. We'll never know. Well, we will never know. Okay, any last words, Eileen? Um, no, just congratulations again on being superstars of the world. You're with us. You you are part of this as well. Cause kind of. Well, I suppose like you weren't nominated last year and now you are, so I'll just take it. <laughs> <laughs> there was no awards last year. That's the first one. Um, but look, yeah, yeah if sure. you want to say it's fine. Um, <laughs> thanks very much. But you are coming with us. Um, you are coming with us to the, the big awards ceremony. Yeah, I'm just going to follow everyone around. Fine, we'll, we'll get you a sombrero. It's fine. We have them. Don't worry about thanks. it. Thanks. Uh, Declan, any last words? All right, so I'll park my last words with the Mac Bennett rant there in a while. I think so, yeah. You probably, will, otherwise we'll be here. I'll probably fire too early, to be honest with you, but sure, look. That's fine, that's fine. Um, Such is life. My own last words. Please beat Bowers. Please beat Bowers. Just take a point off him even. Bowers, I mean, of all the teams. Uh, and again, uh, thank you all for listening and thanks so much for everyone. Uh, that's it, amiga. Y amigo. Ciao, everybody. Ciao. The other three amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins, and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast.